Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. And today we talk to Andrea. She is, and I call her the CEO of the New York City Fair Trade Coalition, a topic that is very dear to my heart as well. We want to hear as much as possible from her. Andrea, welcome and introduce yourself. Who is Andrea who's going to join us today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you and share a bit about who I am and, and how I got to the crazy life that I lead now. First and foremost, I am the, so I say chairwoman of the New York City Fair Trade Coalition. We're a nonprofit based in New York City. I would like to hear about the store that you have. What do you offer there? I was in New York and I needed to have a summer dress because it got so warm and you had a swapping event. I actually brought three of my dresses that I knew I would never wear again. I donated it. You weighed it. It was 2.5 pounds. And then I looked around and I found a dress. Beautiful one. I get a lot of compliments for that dress, actually. And the skirt. Where is it? Where can we find you? And how can we contribute? We have what we call the Sustainable Fashion Community Center up in East Harlem. We're on Lexington Avenue, 1795 Lexington, between 111th and 112th. And for those of you who are listening who are familiar with New York, that is East Harlem. And we are, got to be honest, in, in kind of a rough neighborhood. There's a lot of projects. There are a lot of people who are abusing drugs and, and have fallen on hard times. A lot of mental health problems. I could go on and on talking about the, the area and, and the, the issues that it faces. But honestly, I, I wouldn't be in another neighborhood. I really want to be in neighborhoods and places that kind of need a light, need a place that can provide some hope or a safe space uh, to come together. When you walk into the community center, we have a clothing swap shop. What that means is people can come and donate items. And these are items that may still have tags on them. These are items that may be lightly worn, or these are items that may be very worn and we just need to put them in a special bin that we have with a partner from Green Tree Textile Recycling who takes them away and recycles them in a safe way. They're shredding them and making them into carpet padding or wall insulation. But hopefully the majority of it, we can swap, meaning we'll hang up on our racks and people can walk around and we have it pick up to 10 items for $15. And I love this system. It really is kind of like a subscription model. And we're living amongst a lot of subscription models nowadays 
where you pay a flat fee and then you get up to a certain amount of items. If you take one item, it's $15, five items, $15, 10 items, it's $15. And it's been so interesting to really welcome neighbors because they may take five things and I'll say, just take five more, take five more. And they're like, no, I don't need them. Well, if you don't like it, you just bring it back. And it really makes it fun again, where say there is this top that's a little too crazy for them. New Yorkers are notorious for just wearing black. And Mm -hmm. now we're pushing some color on them and maybe they'll wear it once, or maybe they'll put it in their closet and nothing will kind of coordinate with it. But they're able to test things out without the pressure of spending money or without the pressure of, oh, is this just going to be thrown away? So they can always just bring it back to us. And it has just been so much fun to welcome the community. We have a lot of volunteers, people who, once again, are are looking for more meaning in their day-to-day or looking for that community. But then we also have a little gift shop. We hold our members' items. Our hope is that you'll donate some things, maybe pick up a a few new items and feel you got such a good deal that you'll head over to the gift shop and now do some holiday shopping. Or if you need to get a present for your family members, a birthday, an anniversary, you'll think about getting something that is really giving back to uh, the community, either near or far. So we have fair trade coffee, products from Guatemala, artisan goods, upcycled, natural dye, alpaca. Each item really has a story and it has just been really awesome to educate people in this neighborhood on what sustainability is, what fair trade is, and, and the power that purchasing holds. You said it's a, a rougher neighborhood in New York, but think about what if you were on, a, I don't know, Madison Avenue, I don't think you would have the same impact. I think you're exactly in the right location to showcase what can we do, but then invite other people for them to see what kind of good work you're doing. It's just the right place. And I, I love that there's a downstairs and an upstairs. It feels like it's a big place. It's a downstairs and an upstairs. Before we recorded, you said we need more clothes. Can people come and donate or how does that work? People can come during the weekday. Right now we are open from 10 to 4, but we constantly are shifting our hours almost with the sun at this point as it's winter and it's getting darker earlier. People sometimes come and bring garbage bags full of things and other times people feel a little self-conscious or they're not exactly sure what they're getting themselves into. So they just bring a handful of items. I can always tell if we need more stuff or for low on stuff by the amount of hangers that we have left over. And right now I have about two boxes of hangers not being used. I'm, I'm thinking of putting a call out to our community that we're, we're ready for some more donations. And what else would you need? I heard once you said you need a mannequin. Maybe somebody of the listeners know where to get a mannequin or more. Or what else do you need from, if you have the magic wand, what do you need? <laughs> more volunteers. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, can or- we can organize that. Yes, we always need more volunteers, more people to come here and and put their mark on the community. I love, we have members or volunteers who come in and maybe their past experiences in grant writing or nonprofit work, or they used to run a store or librarians. We have a little part of our community center, which we've created a little 
book nook, a little library. I need gardeners. We have a little separate room, our botanical room, where I am constantly propagating houseplants, but I've started growing mushrooms recently. I would love more of an expert than than myself to come in here and help. What are some plants or let me know I'm killing some of them. But it's always nice to get a diverse group of people. As far as the stuff that we need, it's interesting how it kind of comes to us at the at the right moment. Whether somebody's bringing a plant that needs to be rehabbed or somebody comes to us saying that they have some cookbooks. We don't take everything because it can quickly turn into a, a thrift shop. We try and, and limit the amount of books and try to say no to housewares, but sometimes I turn around and they're there. But clothing is easy for us to really rotate and process. And it's amazing how many people throw their clothing in the garbage. If we can just be a resource for them to safely dispose of it, then I feel like we're yeah. fulfilling our mission. I would never dare to throw my clothes away. I, I have tons Ooh, of running shoes always. And my running shoes are around the world in Peru, in Brazil, in Indonesia. Uh, I think that's interesting. Tell us a little bit. When I brought my stuff, you measured it, like you weighed it. It was 2.5 pounds. And you talked about the SDGs. Tell us more about that. And how do you measure it? And where does that statistic get seen and We are partners. We're a part of the Donate NYC. Donate NYC is a part of the Department of Sanitation. And the Department of Sanitation aims to work with different reuse uh, centers like ours, the reuse uh, sector, or recycling programs or waste management programs. We collect that data, all the pounds that come in and the pounds that go out. We report it to them on an annual basis so they can get put together an impact report for us. But then also we use this information to track our, our own impact. In the fair trade world, there are fair trade principles. These fair trade principles are like no slave labor, accountability and traceability, no negative impacts on the environment. They're a bit limiting because they're really targeted towards producer groups, groups around the world that are making items and not so much those who are selling them or consuming them. We actually adopted the Sustainable Development Goals. The Sustainable Development Goals, the SDGs, were put, about, put out by the United Nations. And we like these goals. They're, they look very similar, similar to the Fantory Principles. But they're expanded and there's 17 of them. And it's really connecting the Southern Hemisphere to the Northern Hemisphere. We can highlight one of those goals and it says access to education or conscious uh, consumption and production. Each one of those our members use as marketing tools, educational tools to highlight the impact that they are having on the planet. And for us, it's really a great communication and educational tool for us to get other people on board to use them to calculate and help share the negative and positive impact they're having as well. I think it's fantastic. And I wish that's why we have you on the podcast. We can spread the love. We can spread the news because people need to be in the known and We need to support each other. And it's it's not only about you. I mean, I love to support you, but it's about donating the clothes that you don't wear anymore. Give it to somebody else. And I wish I knew who is wearing my dresses now. That would be the next step of uh, 
collaboration and community. We don't know if that will be the next step. You and I, we know each other through the OVID. What is your involvement and what is OVID? Tell the listener what that is. OVID is Organization of Women in International Trade. And I have been a part of OWE. I don't even know how many years now. <laughs> I've been very lucky to have grown with them. And I believe I learned about them through the Fashion Institute of Technology. That is the, the school I went to and I studied international trade and marketing. And a lot of the professors and professionals who are in and out of that community are also a part of OWE. I've been able to kind of move in different positions throughout the board. I feel very lucky to have kind of transitioned a lot of people onto the board. And I really just love community organizing. If I don't think of myself as an entrepreneur or educator, I definitely think of myself as a community organizer. And I think that there's such power in international trade that if we don't realize how unsustainable our clothing habits are, I think tenfold, we don't understand how products in general are produced and consumed and distributed around the world. And I think it's quite hilarious nowadays, every news program I see, it pops up, what is the supply chain? And it's something that I've been studying forever and we're all kind of getting a crash course now as supply chains are being disrupted. But I think OWIT really has the ability to not just educate people, but as a professional network, educate professionals who largely are, are kept in silos sometimes. They're a customs broker and they just focus on this tiny part of the industry or They're an import exporter and they are just used to doing business this way and hopefully pushing them to either think more sustainably or think about the impact that their business activities have on women around the world. Unfortunately, a lot of women are exploited through the production and consumption of the things that we uh, consume, whether it's fashion or other general items. There's a lot of work to be done to, to highlighting not just how women contribute, but how women really have the power to make positive changes. We are the consumers for the household. Hopefully, it will continue to kind of make that be known. We are the decision maker, right, of the household most of the times. Absolutely. Any inspirational final last thought that you have for people who want to come and see you? It's a tough time right now. Many people are wanting to start something, but they're not exactly sure where to start. Many people are feeling their current jobs, this isn't, this isn't all there is. Or even if you've made that, that change, that pivot to a more purpose-driven life, what's next? I, I just invite people to come to either a virtual event or walk in our doors and let the vibe of the community kind of take you in or let the, the culture participate in some sort of way. Because I think that's what the world really needs right now is collective healing and purpose-driven community. Because there are all those wonderful things out there. You just have to search for them and you just have to keep showing up. Opening up the doors. I mean, there's opportunities left and right. They don't come to you. I think that's what I always say. Opportunities are there. You need to grasp them. 
we can also virtually extend ourselves and network more and learn more and be part of it. Thank you so much, Andrea, and good luck. We'll see if we can get you more close for the holiday season. Thank you so much. Thank you. Find her on Lexington Avenue between 111 and 112th Street. Donate your lightly worn clothes. Now is the time to donate and also maybe swap something for yourself. Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday, every Wednesday. Don't miss out. There's something for everybody from sustainable, fair trade consultants to running people, to coaches, to authors. You name it, we have it. And we've had episodes in various languages and from people from all the continents. And Take It From The Iron Woman is also a book. Order it, download it. It might be something for you. Global Business Coaching with Sports Parallels. Thank you for your support.